Welcome to our first episode of the Firehouse Roundtable. Today, we're going to take a few minutes to just introduce you to what our show is going to be about. The whole concept is it's the kitchen table, which is the heart of the firehouse. It's where everybody gathers for meals, debriefs after difficult calls, shares stories about their families and the weekend and vacations and things that they're doing. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Peter McKenzie. I'm a retired fire captain with the Ventura City Fire Department. I serve on the Ventura Fire Foundation's Board of Directors, which is what is bringing this firehouse roundtable to you. And I'm not hosting it by myself. I have a co-host, and his name is Jason Kay. And Jason, why don't you take a second and introduce yourself to the listeners? Thanks, Peter. And coffee. That's what you forgot about the kitchen table at the firehouse, <laughs> nonstop coffee. My name is Jason Kay. I also work for the Ventura Fire Department. I've been there for 21 years. I'm excited to start this podcast with the foundation. I'm also on the board of directors with Peter. We want to bring stories to the general public so people can learn what the fire department's all about, what the firefighters are about, what their needs are. Just bring some awareness to some of the issues that everybody faces that sometimes don't get the publicity or the awareness that they do. This is going to be a fun adventure. Well, I just want to welcome everybody to the show, whether you're interested in a career in the fire service, you, you are in the fire service, you're married to a firefighter or your parents or anything like that. This is the place where you can grab a cup of coffee, you can join us on this podcast, and you can kind of sometimes be like a fly on the wall at the fire station. But before we get too far, Jason, why don't you take a minute to just kind of tell our listeners a little bit about you and your story? Sure. I'm currently an active firefighter at Fire Station 5 in Ventura. I work on the engine and the truck out of that station. And occasionally, I'm also on the USAR team for that station. I've worked for Ventura City Fire for 21 years now. Uh, I've held the rank of fire paramedic, engineer paramedic. And like I said, I'm currently a captain. I have three kids in their 20s. And my wife, all super supportive. And as founding members of the foundation, Peter and I thought this would be a good way to fundraise for our current firefighters and our retired firefighters. And what it's evolved into in the last five or eight years since we started this is more of how do we help our families and how do we help more and more we talk about mental health issues within the fire department. So I'm excited about some of our guests having a lot to do with those issues too. Awesome. Thanks, Jason. So just for the sake of our listeners who maybe don't know me, Peter McKenzie, I just recently retired from the fire department a little over a year ago. And I call it retired, but in, in actuality, I, I resigned because I'm actually not of retirement age, which is a little bit unique in the fire service, which I'm sure we're going to beat up those issues on the podcast when it comes to retirement and how that affects people. And it's really hard to know how that affects someone until you go through it. And I feel like that'll be a good perspective for the guys that are facing retirement for them to look at what they can expect. But so I did almost, I think it was like 19.9 years or something like that uh, with the city of Ventura fire department. Uh, Jason and I worked shoulder to shoulder for a lot of years. He'd been on a couple years longer than I have, but definitely had some good times together. I'm excited about just bringing some awareness to some of these issues because there's so much stuff that happens that is, I don't want to say it's swept under the rug, but it never was really brought to light before. Like your mental health and how you feel about things was like, you would never bring that up when we first got hired. You would get chastised if you said some of the things that we now openly talk about in the fire stations today. And that's 
that's awesome. That's great. And we want to kind of take that a step further, bring more awareness to it. Some of the issues surrounding retirement relationships with your family members, because let's be honest, being married to a firefighter is difficult. It is not as fun as it sounds. And we're going to bring experts in who can help relationship wise. We're going to bring financial experts who can help us set ourselves up for retirement or things to do and watch out for, you know, when you're considering those decisions. So those are some of the things that I'm excited about. I'm excited just to, to kind of share my story, but more importantly, to share the guy's story, not just the guys, the guys and the gals. So in the fire service, so much of what happens is literally around that kitchen table. And what I mean by that is there's just a handful of names that I can think of. And Jason, the, you, you, the same names in your head of older guys who came before us who you've probably never met, but you know the stories. Once you and I leave the fire department or the people in our age bracket leave, those stories are gone because they're not going to get passed down. And eventually over time, no one will even know who any of these people are, including us. So if we can use the podcast as a way to document our history and those stories and not maybe make the same mistakes other people made, then that's a win too for our listeners and people in the fire service today. So what do you think, Jason? Yeah. Do you ever remember how you and I first met and when we got together back in our private ambulance AMR days? I think we worked <laughs> at 481 together on like 1997, 1998. And uh, we tried to cook like Emerald. Remember those days? So on the ambulance is where I like, I don't want to say grew my love of cooking or whatever, but it was the Food Network. It was Emerald Lagasse and Back then, it was doable, right? Because we weren't running 25 calls a shift or whatever. But um, yeah, I do remember that. Were we EMTs or paramedics? I don't remember exactly. You were a medic and I was an EMT as your partner just trying to assist you. And talking about that, one of the things you just brought up was how many calls we used to run versus how many we run now. So I'm excited to bring some light to the changes in the fire service also. I'm excited yeah. to talk about, you know, not all this stuff is going to be heavy and it's not all going to be mental health. You brought up some maybe some financial planning help for others. I'm excited to talk about some of the major emergencies that I've been to and that we've had together and and where that takes us and where that brings us now. It'll be good to talk about what we did on fires and maybe even talk about some AARs, which we can get into vernacular later. But those AARs, I know what usually happens is a bunch of keyboard warriors that talk about how terrible you did. And let's do that too. Let's bring it all up. <laughs> I'm not afraid of it. No, for sure. If people can learn from our mistakes or, or lessons learned and someone else doesn't repeat those, that's a win for sure. And some of those things are difficult to talk about, right? Like, I mean, I could, we could do a whole episode on mistakes, right? Just from yours truly. And I'm sure you could as well, but definitely interested in being transparent and letting it all kind of on the table as well. You know what? One of the things I'm most excited about is documenting the stories that we have just with our own firefighters. And obviously, this podcast is brought to you by the Ventura Fire Foundation. Jason and I clearly worked for the Ventura City Fire Department, but stories are stories. And every department, they all have very similar stereotypes, type of a person, right? And wouldn't it be awesome if we said, okay, here's Joe Schmo, our firefighter, and he's the class clown, and he's this guy on our department that does all these things. And then we opened it up and said, if that's you at your department, come on the podcast. We want to talk. And, you know, because for the most part, there's only so many personalities on the fire department, right? Like you have your type A jock 
crazy athlete types. You have the guy who's the finance guy, right? You could probably come to to mind two guys right now who they're the numbers people that everybody goes to them about calculating retirement or their 457 or whatever. There's the class clowns of the fire department. There's, you know, there, there, there's just so many stereotypical personalities that I think would be awesome if we started putting some names to those personas. And then we also have really amazing stories. Like we have a lot of veterans on the department who've done crazy things for the country and they're not celebrated at all. And I think those stories need to be documented. Anyway, sorry, I'll get off my soapbox, but I'm excited about this. (laughs) The names you're talking about immediately come to mind. So I'm looking forward to talking about specifically those guys too. Just a quick story we had dovetailing onto what you just said. We had a guy come to the door with a really thick accent at the fire station at fire station five. And he walks at the door and uh, we just had a firefighter in our department recently pass, Matt Clapsaddle, and he answered the door and he had a personality the size of the planet, right? So this guy walks in, we can barely understand him and Matt Clapsaddle walks out the door and I start talking to this guy and I said, where are you from? And he goes, I'm a firefighter in Zurich. So I said, oh, how neat. And he looks at me and he looks and he points at Matt Clapsaddle and he says, same clowns, different circus. Everywhere you work, it's the same in every fire department, like most careers, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm excited. So we're going to try to do the podcast twice a month initially, and we're going to see how that plays out. I don't promise that it's going to be perfect. It's going to be kind of a train wreck in the beginning. Jason and I are going to do our best and and the people that help produce the show as well. It's quite an effort getting this all up and running, but I think overall it's going to be a good thing. But in addition to retiring from the fire department and Jason actively working there, we're also board members of the Ventura Fire Foundation. In fact, Jason and I were two of the guys that started it. There's more, but and, and we're going to get to meet them as well eventually on the podcast. But really, the work that the foundation is doing is what spurred this podcast coming to fruition because a lot about the things we care about, which is taking care of firefighters and more importantly, taking care of their families, it's difficult to do because historically firemen do not raise their hand and say, I need help. Could somebody please come over here and help me? It's the opposite. They're the ones that usually are going to do the help. So some of the struggles that the foundation has is it's hard to know when our people need help, which is one of the reasons we want to start the podcast is really get the message out there on what the foundation's about, who we are, who we're here to serve, and more importantly, how to get help. And we're going to try to bring light to those issues because times are changing in the fire service. It's not as much of a macho, closed, emotions, tough guy type of a world anymore. Things are changing. And in my opinion, changing for the better. And the foundation wants to be a part of controlling the narrative, at least in our area and in the area that we have influence over. But so the foundations, this is one of their initiatives. In, in that line, we're also going to bring some of the board members on the foundation onto the show just to highlight them so everybody kind of knows who we are and the stories about the guys and girls who make up the foundation board too. Right. And if you want to talk about that stuff or not, it's going to manifest itself somehow anyways, right? So let's get it out there and let's talk in a healthy way about it and see what the healthy things are we can do to be positive about it. Back in June, I gave a speech at the foundation award ceremony about how the foundation specifically helped my family. And I consider my family to be the past and present firefighters of the Ventura City and even the local area around us. So we're here for those guys and girls as needed. And like you said, we just want to get the word out there about what who we are and what we can do to help. Yeah. And I think it's worth saying that, you know, there are no borders when it comes to the, the fire service, like the brotherhood. 
it doesn't stop at the city of Ventura line between Oxnard and Ojai and wherever other borders we have. Because if there's somebody in need in Oxnard, we're not going to say, yeah, sorry, you, you know, you're not from Ventura. You can just go deal with that yourself. Like it's quite the opposite. We literally help people up and down the state. Recently, we had someone in San Diego we supported. I don't want to say we get asked all the time because a lot of people don't like asking for help. But when, when usually needs come to us via other people, i.e. a family member reaches out or another firefighter goes, hey, so-and-so is in trouble. You need to help him. He won't ask for it. But we aren't just for the city of Ventura Fire Department. Even though our name is Ventura Fire Foundation, we are trying to make this something bigger than just our little fire department because the fire service is huge. I mean, it's worldwide, right? There's firefighters in every country. Obviously, we're, we're not trying to be a, a foundation for the entire world. We focus on our area, but we do help people outside of that. And I think it's really important that we are inclusive and that we do want to do the best we can for the people that we serve, regardless of where they live or where they work, more importantly. So one of the things the foundation supports is the Ventura Fire uh, Pipe Band. And as a piper for the pipe band, I've played all over the state. And we're talking about going to the memorial in Colorado. I've played in Sacramento. I've played down in LA. And that's something we're going to talk about. And, you know, if it's up to me, we'll have a whole series on it. Oh, I think we're going to have at least, I would say a couple of them. I mean, that's the most feel good, nostalgic thing that people resonate with, right? Like you hear that pipe band playing and it's hard not to get emotional or tear up over some of those songs, but that's definitely, I, I would say that's one of the like pride and joy of things that the foundation does that people love. And there, there's definitely room for all that stuff you're talking about getting out there and raising the visibility and all that. Jason, thanks so much for being willing to volunteer and take this on. This is a lot of work. It's not the easiest thing to do, but I think I'm super excited to be doing it with you. So thanks for being open to that. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be a good podcast between you and I and things that we see to eye to eye on, which is most of our priorities in life. And then some of the stuff we disagree on so that we can get in good conversation about how best to reach people where they are. I'm excited about it also. Yeah, for sure. What's funny in the fire service, you have certain guys that are known for certain things and people just gravitate to different people for different things. And you, what I liked about you over the years is you were always the guy who was like hyper-focused on taking care of your crew. Like people came to work for you, especially when you were working with Tom Wynell, because they knew that that was going to be a great environment to work. They were going to be supported, heard, all those things. And that's kind of what you were known for. Not so much anymore. No, I'm kidding. That was a joke. But... <laughs> And I'm interested in exploring those types of stories too, because they're not only you, but pretty much most guys are known for something. And that'll be fun to talk about those kind of things as well. I appreciate that. I think we've rambled long enough. Or go ahead, Jason. I'll let you, you want to respond to that and tell me I'm I'm not it's not true or what? No, no. All the compliments <laughs> you gave me are absolutely true. I'll take all those all day. That yeah. telling me that uh <laughs> people gravitate towards me, that's that's kind of one of my missions in life is to support people I work with and the people around me. And that's my family and that's my fire family. So, you know, all the stuff that I do for the foundation and I used to do for the association, the department, the foundation, being on the support company on the truck, even that's kind of my, one of my life goals. So this will be another endeavor in that way. All right. 
Thanks for tuning in to our zero episode of the Firehouse Roundtable brought to you by the Ventura Fire Foundation. If you're interested in learning more about what the foundation does, please go to our website, VenturaFireFoundation.org. There's a lot of information there about the good work that we're doing, and we would love to share it with you. We look forward to a lot of episodes, a lot of good stories, and hopefully a positive impact and some help to people who need it by bringing awareness to the issues. But Thanks for tuning in and we will see you in a couple of weeks. Thank you.